Otherwise, our friendship doesn't really work. You know, you've got to say yes. No, they're allowed to say no. But I'm allowed to make the ask in terms of what I'd love them to do. But they're allowed to say no as well, and that's okay. There's freedom of conscience, freedom of declaration. They're not beholden to do what I think they should. Cultivate. These sorts of things... These sorts of things don't happen in churches just where people attend on Sundays. <clears throat> Which are actually, if we were honest, they're not much more than interest clubs. They just get together, do what they want to do, and that's the end of it. Where there are churches that are genuine communities of love, where people are looking out for each other and wanting each other's good and wanting to build and bless and serve each other, that happens. And like I said before, where that happens and where someone has fallen, it's actually quite beautiful to watch how they're restored. It's a wonderful demonstration of the grace of God, actually. But this person had done this, and it was dreadful. We're not pretending it wasn't. But actually, here they are, confident of God's acceptance of them, confident of their place in the community of believers, confident that God still loves them and is for them. That, that's beautiful to see when it happens. And over the years, I, I, I've seen it happen several times. The good people have struggled, and things have gone wrong, they've made bad choices, and they've been rebellious. And to some degree, we've all done that, haven't we? To some degree. I haven't done everything Jesus wants me to do at that moment every time. Okay? Don't look shocked. Right? I haven't. But he's restored me, he's forgiven me, he's loved me, and taken me on again. Redemption. We get the opportunity in moments like that to demonstrate that redemption is always possible. Always. And it's possible by the grace of God. The forgiveness is freely available from a group of believers like you who have been freely forgiven. Because you know what you've been forgiven. You know that you've been accepted by God and you know you don't deserve that. So actually, why should someone else be precluded from that? Because you think they don't deserve that. Go on, we'll kick on quickly to the next one. These, the next bit's fairly self-explanatory. If anyone thinks he's someone who's nothing, he deceives himself. Let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone, not in his neighbour. Don't compare yourself. Don't sort of think, yeah, yeah um, if only I was like Emil. He fasts all the time, prays all the time. Such a great godly man, I'm, I'm nothing, I'm rubbish. Okay? And we could put people, in England we have a phrase, so you put people on a pedestal, you admire them. I mean, they are Jesus. You know, they're so special and so good. And actually, I'm not like them. You know, I don't pray for hours every day. I don't read, I don't read my Bible in a month. You know, I don't do what some people do. So therefore, I'm, God probably, I can see why God would use them. But I can understand why there's nothing really for me. We do that. The other extreme is we do it the other way around. So there's Alec. <laughs> he doesn't even know where his Bible is. <laughs> you know, he, if he does, he reads it upside down. You know, so, uh, yeah, so I, I know he never prays. And I, and I prayed two weeks ago. So I'm far superior. I'm teasing you. Okay? I'm far superior to him. <laughs> well, we'll have ministry at the end. Well, <laughs> Emil, you need to pray for him. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> Obviously not enough. <laughs> okay, so we, we do it both ways. We try and think about people being, oh, yeah, they're incredible. And, well, actually, they're not very good. And I feel good when I'm thinking about that because I feel better and superior. Yeah. But I feel inferior when I'm looking. No, neither are true. Your race is your race. Mm. You need to measure yourself against you. 
So people can teach you things. Don't, don't miss what I'm saying. So you can learn things from each other. But I'm not supposed to be like you. There are things I can learn from you. But I'm not supposed to do everything like you because your race is maybe a bit different to mine. The things God has called you to do are probably a little bit different to what he's called me to Now we need to stir each other on and help each other. But I don't benchmark myself. I don't measure myself by thinking I don't pray as long as him. I don't read as long as her. Actually, what has God called me to do? Am I doing it well? Am I pursuing Christ? Am I running my race well? And am I, other, am I encouraging others to do the same? Don't put others on a pedestal. They're just servants of Christ. Don't look down on people who are struggling. They're just servants of Christ too. Next one, Courtney, please. Okay. This just means you have to share your lunch with me. Okay. <laughs> and last bit, okay? So we're getting quickly. What time do you want to finish? Ten minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, five, ten minutes. Probably. Okay, all right. So this last bit's all about reaping and sowing. Okay? Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. I mean, there's a warning still to it. So there's a negative element, if you like. So there's also a positive element. I want to bring both out as we finish, all right? Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows that, he will also reap. The one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. The one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Whatever we invest in, whatever we give ourselves to, is ultimately what we get back. That's what reaping and sowing means. So the sowing is what you give yourself to. The reaping is what you get back in the end. And it works both ways. It works negatively. So I give myself to sinful things. Actually, sin damages and sin gets me back, if you like. And the, the tragedy of that is often I don't realise it. Because it doesn't happen straight away. So the problem with sowing and reaping from our point of view, both positively and negatively, is when you sow something, I don't know what plants are like in Sweden, but in England we don't see the plant straight away. The seed goes in the ground... And you have to wait some time to see even like a little shoot. It takes a while. And one of our problems with giving ourselves to things both negative, oh, it doesn't matter, it's not really doing me any harm. Whereas, of course, it is. We just can't see the harm. We can't see the damage. We can't see that what we're giving ourselves to is not doing us any good. It's also true the other way around sometimes where we're sowing into situations, we're doing good things, but because we don't see that impact straight away, we can tend to think, that's not really doing anything. I'm sharing the gospel with my friends. They're not responding. It's not doing any good. Never thought that. I have loads of times, because I'm expecting an instant impact. So, oh, do I need to follow Jesus? First time I've shared my story with them. I need to sow. I need to sow. And what's the seeds going underground? I'll let you into a little secret. When I became a Christian, I had friends reaching out to me, probably over a period of two or three years. I didn't give them a lot of encouragement. I never went to them and said, you guys are doing a really good job. I'm nearly there. Do you know what? To keep going for a little bit longer because I never said that to them. A, because I wouldn't have known how to articulate it. And B, I wouldn't have thought that was something I needed to do. It just didn't cross my mind to give them encouragement <laughs> that they were doing a good job. Yeah? Because I'm, I'm still in my own confusion, my own understanding, working out what's going on myself. They're doing a great job. 
caring for me, loving for me, praying for me, but I'm not giving them regular feedback. Do you know what? I've moved. You know, when, when we had that conversation the other day and I was arguing with you, that's helped me move from there to there. I know that. And I'm only this far away from me going, I didn't know that. So I don't give, you don't get that feedback from people. As you're, sometimes when you're doing good and caring for people, you don't get, I mean, I'm sure you're very polite and you say thank you and all sorts of things, but we don't always get the feedback and the engagement that we want, particularly when we're doing it for unbelievers. People don't say, that is so kind that you did that for me. Do you know what? I'm not far away from becoming a Christian now. Maybe, maybe they're doing Sweden. They certainly don't in England. <laughs> okay? Because why? It's a seed and it's under the ground. And there's loads going on in the seed, isn't there? So the seed is not going, no, 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 no. I'm not doing anything for four days, whatever. No, actually, there's stuff going on. I'm, I'm not a biologist or anything, but it germinates and stuff like that, and it starts to sprout, but you can't see it yet. If things are going on, it's not lying there, forgetting it, sunbathing or whatever. It, something's happening, but you can't see it. And guys, you have to believe for what you can't see, both good and bad. So the warning is, if I'm going to give myself to something and it's not healthy, just because it's not damaging me at the time. So I guess if I sinned and every time a pin got stuck in me, oh, ow, that hurt. Maybe I'd stop quicker. But because I can't see that it's damaging my marriage or damaging my relationship with my children or not helping me with my friends or what have you, I think, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm blasé about it. Likewise, we're doing good. Likewise, we're expecting good things to happen. I'm often unsure because I can't see it. But if I'm sowing to the Spirit, the Bible tells me that I will reap. That's an eternal thing. So that's the context of that. So one day, Jesus will reward me for everything that I've done in secret that people are unaware of and I don't even understand, but I've done things that made some decisions that no one's aware of. It's done in private, but before God, I've done that. I'm sure you've done that as well. And maybe it even went wrong and people misunderstood you, but you did it. Actually, God will reward you for that eternally. You know that, don't you? There's an eternal element to that. But it's also true now. Things will, you will reap things now because you're sowing now. In fact, on the next one, last slide, I think it is. The, the, I think so. It might be. It might be another one after, but we'll... we'll yeah, go on. So... Have faith that you are making a difference. So Paul, what Paul says this, he says, um, let us not grow weary of doing good. He doesn't say instantly, let us not grow weary of eating food. Let us not grow weary of having fun. Why? Why doesn't he say that? You're not going to grow weary. You're not going to grow weary of eating food. You're not going to think, do you know what I ate two days ago? I really can't be doing the eating again. <laughs> Most of us are quite happy to eat meals when they come around without thinking, oh, we did this recently. Crying <laughs> out loud, it's only, it's only five hours. Again, do I have to do it again? Don't go agree with having fun. But I laughed yesterday. I'm fed up with all this laughing. Why, why does Paul say don't grow weary of doing good? Because we will. We will. Doing good and keeping going when there's no feedback, when there's no engagement, there's nothing to encourage us, we have a saturation point at which if we're not careful, we'll stop. Ah, oh, it's just not working. I'm fed up with this. Can't see. There's no point to it. We're not getting anywhere. And sometimes we can miss the reaping because we've planted the seed. 
and we're expecting something from it 30 seconds later. Paul says, so, keep doing good, don't grow weary of it. Why is he saying that? Because you can. He's not saying, well, you can all grow weary because you're just miserable what's it? No, Galatians, you can grow weary, we can grow, Michael, you can grow weary of doing good. So don't. Don't give up. So when you think, well, I've tried this with her and I've tried that with them. And, and they actually got, they're, they're more indignant now. I've tried to care for them and I've tried to do this and they're saying, oh, I don't want anything to do anything. I'm just making it worse. Okay, find a way, be creative. Maybe you need to change what you're doing sometimes, but don't grow weary of doing good. And in a smaller setting, that's quite easy to do. It's true always, I think. But it's easy to think we're not getting anywhere, we're not making any progress, or this isn't working. So, so I'm going to give up. Okay, last bit. If we don't give up, because if we keep going, we will reap. That's a promise. That's a promise. I'm not promising you when. So I'm not promising you when you're going to reap, nor is Paul. He's not saying, hey, hey Galatians guys, just keep going for another oh, six and a half days. And at 5.30 on the seventh day, you're going to reap. He's not promising them a formula. He's telling them a principle. Actually, they don't give up. They will. And actually, it's not rocket science, is it? Because if you do give up, then you won't reap. But if I say, oh, that stupid seed, it's not working, take it out, chuck it away. I'm unlikely to reap that seed. Because I've given up with it. But if I carry on sowing, I carry on believing for what God has got for me, in spite of things going wrong, in spite of discouragements. And again, that's where you need each other. Mm. Do you know what? It's just a waste of space doing that. I'm trying hard, I'm doing this, it's not working. Hey, come on, don't give up. Sometimes you will help each other to be that. And it's vital you do. Speak faith to each other. Speak this verse to each other, not in a, hey, don't give up, you're being very lazy. Not in a nagging, moralising way, but in encouraging. Can't remember, if we don't give up, we will reap. I think I'm just about done. Yeah, I think that'll do. Take encouragement, even if you're not getting it. Do you remember? I didn't give my friends any encouragement that they were on the right path. They were just faithful. And I wasn't straightforward, and I wasn't like, five-minute job, and then you go. Right? I, was, I had questions, I was married, but what's it? Probably still am to some degree. Okay? But they kept going, they were faithful. Do good. Keep going. Don't grow weary. Okay? Any quick questions? Perhaps you could pray for us. Sure. Mm. Father, thank you.